0: To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. It seems that a lot of people are in a bit of a flurry today trying to make sense of what the government's announcement yesterday about the changes in the COVID rules mean for them. One of the things our family has got an eye on is what the removal of limits on the number of people who can gather outdoors means for the Mardi Cup secondary school rowing champs in Twizel next week. Our twin teenagers, don't know if I've mentioned this, they row for Kashmir High, and so they'll be there all next week. And so there's a lot of work being done behind the scenes today to work out whether it's even going to be possible to allow spectators at this late stage when all the planning and organising's been done on the assumption that no spectators will be allowed. There is also a lot of head-scratching in the hospitality sector, which is quite rightly not too fast about the fact that indoor limits are going up from 100 to 200, but people are still have, going to have to be seated and separated. Doesn't make much sense, does it? And then there are the genuine health concerns some people are talking about, saying the government appears to have thrown in the towel pretty much smack bang in the middle of the Omicron outbreak, thrown in the towel and doing away with a lot of the rules and telling us that we're all part of the big melting pot of vaccinated and unvaccinated again, which raises the question, I'm sure this has come to your mind since yesterday, is the government making these changes because it's down in the polls or because it genuinely believes now is the perfect time? Well, what do you think? I think it's purely political, because so much of it doesn't make sense. I thought COVID-19 Minister Chris Hipkins was quite revealing when he spoke to Mike this morning when he said, quote, the hospital system is very full. The hospitals are relatively under strain. As I've said many times, according to the government's traffic light system, the red setting uh, says that action is needed to protect the health system. So by saying today that hospitals are very full and under strain, Chris Hipkins is making it very clear that what was announced yesterday was political, pure and simple, as so much of the COVID response has and will probably continue to be. Because if the hospitals are under strain, why is the government throwing out most of the rules that it brought in to protect the hospital system in the first place? The answer to that, and I'll be interested to see if you agree with me or not, is that the government, like all governments and all politicians, wants to be popular. And that's why the government is doing what it's doing. It's playing politics. Nevertheless, that doesn't excuse the awful way some people have reacted to the Prime Minister's announcement yesterday, which I think says a lot about where the country is at at the moment. Uh, I've got a theory as to why I think some people say such terrible things about Jacinda Ardern, and I'll get to that. But first, you may have heard my reaction yesterday when some people started saying some awful things about her. Some of the text messages were deplorable. And I could try to repeat or reenact my immediate response to what some people were saying, but instead of doing that, I just want to play for you what I said yesterday. The vitriol that comes through from some people. What did you expect after two years? Did you really think the Prime Minister was going to come on and say, OK, we had a meeting two days earlier. This is what we've decided. Thanks for turning up. See you later. Of course not. It's just how it works. It's how they do it. And, yeah, sometimes we listen and we think, oh, for God's sake, get to the point. But some of the vitriol that is coming through, I mean, absolutely some people... Just have to get a life. And, you know, I feel just as strongly about that today as I did yesterday. Now, I don't think for a minute that I have no idea how the pandemic, or in particular the way the government has handled the response to the pandemic, I don't think I've got no idea how that has impacted on people's lives. Yes, I've got this job. I haven't lost a business. But it has impacted on me and my family in other ways. Uh, here's an example, an old friend was supposed to have a 50th birthday in Auckland last year. The government put us in lockdown, the party was cancelled. She died a few weeks ago. I'm well aware of the impact the government's COVID response has had, and I've been the first to call them a bunch of control freaks at times, you've heard me say that. But never have you heard me say some of the terrible things that get said about the Prime Minister, and you never will. Not just about Jacinda Ardern, any Prime Minister. actually. You'll never hear me say the sorts of things about any person when it comes down to it. But some people feel so compelled to crucify her with words, and I try on a daily basis to work out why. Well, today, I think I know why. And I want to know whether you agree or disagree with me. I think that even though it's 2022— A fair amount of people in this country still can't cope with the fact that we have a young female Prime Minister. Emphasis on the young, because I know we've had female Prime Ministers before, but neither of them were as young as Jacinda Ardern. And as I sit here now, I do think it is as simple as that. There are people in this country who still think the only person who should be running a country is a white middle-aged guy in a suit. I can think of one, and he seems to be pretty popular at the moment. So as I said, as I sit here now, I believe that people say awful things about Jacinda Ardern because they can't handle having a young female prime minister.